Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, and welcome to Dragon Quest FM, where the catchphrase always changes. I don't have a, uh, I don't I don't have a thing to respond to that. It's like, I, don't I, have a, I know, I don't have a clever slogan uh, for today's episode uh, to try out on everybody. But this is Dragon Quest FM, and my name is Austin. And that silence you hear is BJ. <laughs> I don't know, what, what are you doing? <laughs> You're so quiet. I don't know, I heard silence on yours too. This isn't... It's not. Is it not recording? Right? Well, apparently not. No. Hello. All right. I just picked can you that not up. hear me at all? No, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's just doing weird things with the. Uh, with it's the all recording today. Okay, it's all showing up. You mean just clap a few times so we can cut this part up? Yeah, we'll. I'll just, we'll just take do. it from the top. It's er- it's early enough nope, in the episode. I'll take again. it from the top. Okay. Sound good? Okay. Welcome to Dragon Quest FM, where the catchphrase always changes. I don't have anything clever. Uh, Unlike my underwear. Ah, wait, your underwear does change or does not change? Unlike my underwear. Well, like, like my underwear. Like your underwear. Okay. Unlike my underwear. They don't change. They don't Underwear don't change. That was a joke. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. (laughs) My name's Austin. Happy days. And today's episode, it's continuing our deep dive into Dragon Quest IX. Uh, in previous weeks, uh, we've talked about things like All Trades Abbey, vocations, uh, the characters, all kinds of fun stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, what the crackpot monsters, bosses, all sorts of fun yeah. stuff. I, I wanted to add, though, I got to thinking about uh, last week's episode when we were talking about vocations, is that there's actually in that art book, the Dragon Quest illustrations, the Akira Toriyama illustrations book, right. there is yeah. actually some scrapped vocations that are in there that really? actually look pretty cool. Uh, they were meant to be uh, Monster Master classes. Oh, cool. And according to that, they were used in 10. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of 10 to know that much about it, but according to that, yeah. the the scrapped vocations were used for 10 and I don't know if they were identical or not, but especially the female version of the monster master. It's like, she looks yeah. kind of like the hero from dragon quest seven. She's got that like green garb on, which I don't, I know you're not a uh, fan of, but she's got that and like a crossbow and she's got a wolf companion. Right. Which is pretty cool. I guess is like kind oh, of a callback cool. to like rough or something. And uh-huh. the, the male, the male costume is uh like he's basically in a wolf costume <laughs> uh, well okay like he's just a dude inside of a wolf costume he looks like a wolf yeah, mascot kind of like the were tigers but uh with a dude and a wolf yeah kind of actually yeah very similar and he's got like a staff with some skulls on it okay yeah anyway it looks pretty cool so I just wanted to add that since uh we were talking about vocations last week I thought about it uh earlier and just wanted to uh and mention that while we're kind of recapping stuff uh, from previous episodes. But this is episode three 
of our deep dive into Dragon Quest Nine. So to start things off, let's talk about the crackpot. Uh, You get the crackpot. Aaron gives it to you after finishing up the questers rest stuff, I believe. Isn't that right? Right. I think so. Yeah, because you have to do a lot of the uh, side quests and then you come back and she's like, oh, yeah, I found this. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking um, was that she gives it to you for like helping her set up the questers rest or something. It's like a reward. And yeah, yeah, because, oh, you're right. Yeah, she says she finds it because like uh, somebody like used it as payment. Uh, like years ago or something, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And she's like, hey, I found yeah, this in the basement so. or I something like that. that. Yeah, you're right. It also talks, which is pretty cool. Yes, <laughs> which is hilarious and wonderful. Like, that's the best part about this one. Like, I wish the fun-sized Forge and other ones would talk because he's sassy. He he, he reminds me of the uh, sorting hat in Harry Potter a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I could totally see that, which goes in with the swine dimples really well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is very true. Uh, so for me, you know, you can use recipes, you can find recipes, and then it kind of tells you how to make certain stuff, or you can do the try your luck options. And, you right. know, try your luck can go either way. Uh, but uh, overall, I really like the crackpot in nine. I, I prefer it over the alchemy pot in eight. Uh, but I like it just slightly less than the Fun Size Forge in 11. I think the Fun Size Forge is my favorite one. But 9 is definitely up there t- toward the top. And I really like the Crackpot a lot. Um, I know you didn't craft much in this game, but mm-hmm. how, how do you feel about the Crackpot? It was one of those things where I probably did more of the try your luck over recipes because I didn't find a lot of recipes. Like I read a lot of books and things in the games, but uh, pretty much every time I see a shelf, I look for something. But because I don't do a lot of the extra stuff, I don't get a lot of the the extra like special recipes. So I try my luck a bunch, just throwing stuff, stuff into different uh, crafting Mm -hmm. parts. Gotcha. So for me, I feel like eight my, the alchemy pot in eight was fine it just felt like you you really it was really reliant upon you finding the correct recipe book i felt like yeah and um like i felt like the stuff that i crafted in there in eight were either i had to go to a lot of trouble to find stuff to craft it and that was worthwhile i guess like actually worth using uh but overall yeah. i felt like i could just like i got by in that game fine with buying stuff Whereas in nine, I definitely uh, crafted a lot more. Uh, like I know, I know, I think it was in last week's episode. In one of these episodes, we I briefly mentioned that I crafted Erdrich's sword uh, in the crackpot to have like that super cool sword uh, to run yeah. around with. And, um, and I looked it up because I said there were glass frets in the desert. It's Gleba is the name of that kingdom, mm-hmm. the Gleba, Gleba desert over there. I looked yep. it up. Uh, after we recorded that episode because it was really bugging me because I couldn't think of the name. Gleba Desert is what it's called. Uh, and you have to get like nine glass frets though, which, um, you know, every time I went over there, I usually only found like three, maybe four if it was a good day. So I had to go over there like several times uh, to get all the stuff. And then the Rusty Sword uh, was available, I think, as DLC. I know we mentioned some DLC stuff, but but oh, I okay. but I, d- I didn't have access to the DLC. I found it really late in the game when you go to the realm of the mighty, which I guess is technically the final mm-hmm. dungeon. Uh, you can find the rusty sword, and then you can just you know leave and go uh, to Stornway or whatever and uh, collect the glass fritz. You also need an orichalcum. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which you can buy with mini medals once you, I think you have to, I think the catch with mini medals is that it's one of those items you get after you like complete like all of the, the, you go through all the mini medals that you're required to complete that mini game. Yeah. And if I'm remembering right in nine, it's, it's not as, it's not a hundred. It's, it's less than a hundred, I think. Is it? Yeah. Cause I never finished out nines. Yeah. I think it's only like 75, maybe 80. Okay. Um, they have to, are they farmable in nine like they are in some of the others where you can get them off of enemies or are they solely that you have to find? Because I don't remember ever getting one off of an enemy in nine. I don't remember ever getting one off of an enemy, but it's t- it sounds like something that you could probably get from uh, from like enemies that appear in grottos and stuff. Okay, um, like I, that would make sense since I didn't do a lot of that. Yeah, like I know I know you could farm or a calcum at least from. Uh, gem slimes. Okay. Um, which I know we're in seven. They're for sure in seven, yeah. and they're in nine. Um, but anyway, you can. You, but the the gem slimes, I think, only show up uh, in grottos with treasure maps and things. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think so because I don't. I know I. I either saw them or looked them up at some point when I was going through this and I can't remember what they were. But yeah, they were like a special thing in grottos. Yeah. So I so I'm. I kind of feel like maybe you probably can get mini medals out of doing the grottos and treasure maps. If you do, it would make sense to be able to, as you go through those, that was just one of my least favorite parts of the game. So I didn't do a lot. I gotcha. This one, the oracalcum that I had, I found in a treasure chest somewhere. Uh, I, I, I don't remember where, but there's at least one treasure chest in the game that you can get an oracalcum because I had one in my inventory. Like I had, I had one, and it was enough to which yeah. is all I needed to uh to craft this. Um so I'm not sure I don't I have no clue where the chest is. So if you haven't played nine and you're trying to figure that out, maybe like Google it or something because I do yeah, not there's, I there's not tons of good walkthroughs and uh stuff on this one. Uh so so that's kind of uh the crackpot. I know the next thing we were wanting to touch on in today's episodes were the monsters in nine. And nine introduced a whole lot of new monsters into the series. Um, I actually, and I love them. A lot of the uh, monsters in nine, like I wish they were in others just because they, uh, and some of them are in others, but uh, it was just neat seeing them as I went through. I was like, Oh, I haven't seen that one before. It turns out it's never been in any of the ones before. Mm-hmm. The, the one that I always, that makes me always think of you is the slime stack. Yeah. Is new to nine. That's kind of the, I like the slime stack, and there's also a metal slime stack that uh, you can go into a, a particular cave and slime and, uh, slime those and farm those. Uh, I did that for a little while, uh, and that one was a new one that uh, that you could do to actually get multiples of. It basically gave you three times the amount as a normal metal slime. Mm-hmm. I also think the uh, cruel cumbers, the little cucumbers with spears. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those were new in nine as well. You know, they're all over the oh, they're really? all over the place in eleven. But I think those, uh, I think those enemies uh, were new to nine. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I played because I played eleven first, mm-hmm. and I was used to seeing them. That when the game opened up with the cruel cumber on uh, the like the very very first enemy that you see are slimes and cruel cumbers. I was just like, oh, cool, more of those because they look cool in in uh, the DS graphics and everything. I just like fighting giant pickles. <laughs> that's that's the take <laughs> that's the takeaway for the 
from this whole thing. Yep, it is. Uh, so I looked it up, and yes, they were introduced in nine. Uh, so, uh, so some of the ones that I, I wanted to mention that I know were introduced in nine is we get some badger enemies. You and I have been talking about badgers uh, this past mm-hmm. week. Oh man, uh, you you are just uh, an angry, angry, seclusive. I am. I'm, I'm. I'm like a badger. Reclusive, not seclusive. reclusive. Yeah. Uh, so, but you get some badger enemies. Uh, you know, you get several of them. There's lots of different ones. I think Boppin' Badger is the first one you encounter. You know, you know what I'm talking about? They're like the little, they're little, uh, they look more like raccoons to me than badgers, but they, ha- and they have like the giant leaves. I do. Yes. They, I always think, thought of them as raccoons. Yeah, but they're, they're, and all their names are badgers according to like, you know, the info. So I don't know. I don't know if they just needed right. Boppin' Raccoon doesn't sound quite as good as Boppin' Badger. Yeah. So I don't know if they, somebody yeah. just when they were translating it decided that this should be a badger. Or what the deal was with that. They also introduced those really cool, uh, like Maybe ragged, so. reap, the uh, ragged reaper and reaper enemies. Do you remember uh-huh. this? Okay, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, they're like the you know they're kind of like the little scarecrow guys, and they have like scythes. Uh huh. Um, that was I always thought that was a really cool enemy. Uh, those reaper enemies. Um, they also introduced some really weird ones. When I think of weird Dragon Quest monsters. Uh, one of the ones I always think of was actually introduced in nine, and I'm thinking maybe it's only in nine, and that's the the Trigger Tour. I don't remember this. I'm actually looking it, it up. It's right a tiger to see. Because... It's a tiger with a horse's body. It's oh, it's like that. A, it's like yeah, a centaur with that. with 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 the tiger, and it's got wings. It's got like devil bat wings. Yeah, and a spear. yeah, it's like the 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 base enemy or whatever. Because there's other versions of it. It was called like the Trigger yep. Tour. And uh, it's super weird. Yeah. Like whenever I think of really like kind of oddball Dragon Quest monsters, that one is always toward Uh the top of my list. I like that one. I remember that one now that I saw the picture of it. Um, And you have in the notes that Manguini enemies are the uh, are new to this one. And again, things I didn't even I just kind of took for granted that I'd seen in other games, which was 11. Yeah. uh, Manguini enemies, not to be confused with the sanguini in enemies although i think maybe the the teeny sanguinis uh were new to nine as well yeah i don't know you should look that up while i while i talk about this next part because i think the teeny sanguinis were too the manguinis are the more giant uh demon looking things with wings and they're not too memorable Uh uh-huh with a giant yeah the reason they stand out to me is because there's bloody manguinis they're the red ones and they're like i think they're around coffin Uh well if I remember correctly, and they almost killed my party all the time because they do a fuddle dance that would confuse everybody. Yep. And then they have that move where it's like they go for the jugular. It's like the attack that oh, appears yeah. and it pretty much like can insta kill any one of your party members. And yeah. so though any insta kill in any game makes me so mad. Like I hate them. Like not even not I don't know. I hate them. My my warrior her maybe was a gladiator already at the time. I can't really remember. But that that one had enough HP that they could withstand the going for the jugular attack, assuming that their health was yeah. full or pretty close to full. Uh but um but yeah, I mean it was like you know, nine times out of ten the fuddle dance would confuse at least one like vital member of the party. <laughs> and then yep. That that pretty much always happens. Yeah, me. and then they would go for the juggler, and they could like insta insta kill the mage and 
all of that kind of stuff. Did you did you uh, have a chance to look up the teeny sanguini? I did. The sanguini, the teeny sanguini is in nine. Like that was the first one. Was in nine? Yeah, it's the first one in nine. Okay, yep. cool. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Um, speaking of weird things, though, there's another one I just thought about while we're talking about this. Uh, uh, what's it called? You know, it's the it's a giant green slime, like kind of like a cure slime, but it has right. like a, a white mustache and beard, and there's like an old like king riding it instead of a slime knight. It's like a little king, and he has two oh, swords. I I don't remember. Slyonheart? Like, I know what Slyonheart, I think is what it's called. Slyonheart? Slyonheart. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, anyway, that's a pretty weird one, too. Just. Uh, and I know that a lot of these after this were like used, the slimes specifically were used in like Rocket Slime. And uh, I think some of the DQ Monsters games where uh, I've seen them in other places and uh, like those, th- like the gem slimes and, and model slimes and stuff like that are all over mm-hmm. the place. And so just different ones that they introduced in this one, like the Sly and mm-hmm. Heart. Yeah, but I, so, so nine, I think, I think nine has some pretty cool additions to the like monster roster. Uh, for Dragon Quest games. Right. Uh, but it's definitely got some weird ones, you know, especially the Trigger t- Tour and the uh, Slyonheart. And yep. um, I-, I honestly don't know if I've even seen sl- the Slyonheart enemy in any of the other Dragon Quest games. Now that I'm kind of thinking I don't remember it. what I'm thinking of. If I've seen it in, in like, I don't remember, was it, I'm thinking it was in Rocket Slime, but I may be completely wrong and just thinking that I've seen art because I, I've seen so many of these just on wikis and looking them up. So I, I don't, don't remember, remember seeing Slyonheart in Rocket, like the, the, the one that was over here, like the DS Rocket Slime. Right. I don't remember seeing it in yeah. there, but uh, again, I still haven't gotten around to playing. Uh, I've never played the first one. I still haven't gotten around to playing the fan translated uh, third one. Yeah. So, uh, so before we get into, I know we've got some bosses and other cool things to talk about, but before we get into that, uh, we've reached the part of the show that we like to call shameless self-promotion. Give us money! That's not even a song. That's just shamelessly yelling <laughs> at people. Good job. Uh, it's it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year, and you're like, uh, it's like you're you're at your like senior spring. You yep, know, it's it like, it's the end of the year. It's cold. It it's snowing at your house, right? Or it was. It is. Yeah. It's, here. it's like 80 degrees here at my house. So. Um, yeah, it's like 30 wow. here. It's barely sticking. It's nothing. I gotcha. Um, so do you want to tell everybody about some of our new Patreon offerings? So the main thing that we've added to Patreon recently is that we're doing a $10 giveaway every month. Uh, Any patron who is a member at the beginning of the month is entered into a $10 digital uh, gift code from the eShop of their choice, uh, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. And uh, we will be opening that up to every single patron, regardless of the tier that you support at. Um, If you are a member at $10 or above, we give you two entries into that. So we we had a really good time on the giveaway that we had done uh, before this, and we really just wanted to uh, give back to you guys uh, doing this uh, as a thanks for all the support. So uh, maybe some of you can, uh, can uh, get some 
some extra games for it. So uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Dragon Quest FM and check yeah, it out. And so this is airing December 27th. So they've got a few days left before we draw for the first one at the beginning of January. Right. Uh, so be sure to check that out. So going back to the episode, uh, we got to talk about something that I really love in nine, and that is the dragons. Right. Uh, I think nine has my favorite designs for dragons of any Dragon Quest game. They are really cool. I just pretty much like any dragon. Like, um, I just love dragons. So regardless of what the model looks like, I have a good time killing dragons. <laughs> um, so you have the the good dragon, the good guy dragon, uh, the great gray gnarl. Who looks right. he looks like a bit like Falcor from Neverending Story. Mm-hmm. Um and yep. he, he just looks he looks like Falcor, but with some more like more like Asian style art style influences, I guess. Um yeah. so he's he's pretty cool. You also get at that point in that game you get the cool dragon warrior armor. Which was really cool and also it's it's basically just there. I think the only reason they make you equip that is because it goes to the it goes to like the cutscene after that that we're talking about yeah. where it looks like the hand-drawn mm-hmm. animation cutscenes that are really cool in nine. Yep. Where it matches up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it all matches up together there with uh, the great gray gnarl. Uh, and then of course you have the, the, the bad, the bad boy, uh, Barbarous, <laughs> uh, who is super cool. I love the, I love the color schemes in nine where a lot of the enemies have like that black and like green color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barbarous looks really, really awesome. Uh, whenever he came in, I was like, oh, I need more of him. Yeah, and so I really love the two dragons in this. And and like I said, I think it's probably my favorite dragon designs in any of the Dragon Quest games. Like I just, Grey Gnarl and Barbarous, yeah. both of them just look so cool. And they're kind of like the like yin and yang to each other, um, especially with the, the like the color schemes and everything. They just like, you know, are very much like opposites, but they kind of, they're opposites, but like they, yeah. they kind of fit together with each other. They complement each other while being opposites. Yep. And, uh, so, which is the whole right. thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the white dragon, the black dragon, uh, oh, good, yeah. evil. Yin yeah. Yang. Yeah. Uh, so, so the dragons are cool. We also have some pretty cool bosses in this game. In fact, I think of out of any dragon quest game, your favorite boss is in nine, right? Yes, the Raging <laughs> Contagion. I love it so much. Like, I immediately texted you about this when I got there. Not even beating it, just seeing it. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Because it's it's Because awesome. he's 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 a contagion, so he's like this giant germ that has like a Cajun accent. Yep. <laughs> yes. And he constantly makes puns about like infecting people. And he talks, like you said, in a Cajun accent. So it sounds like this caricature, ridiculous, uh, punny, just, mm-hmm. I love it. And it's also, it's also nice comic relief because the story going around, uh, with that town and those characters is pretty serious. It's very, and intense, so, yeah. and so it's like that. It's really heartbreaking, uh, you know, the whole story. So having Raging Contagion in there is kind of some like, uh, needed comic relief. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it really, really is because that's one of those moments where uh, Dragon Quest gets very serious with uh, killing whole villages. And I, I'm, I'm wondering how he talks in other versions of the game that aren't American, uh, yeah. because 
because of the Cajun accent and everything and the, the pun with rage and contagion and all of that kind of stuff, it makes like, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm curious, uh, you know, cause I, I assume he wouldn't have a Cajun accent in like, you know, the Japanese version or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how that works when they localize a uh, very specific accents where it's uh, like, I honestly have no idea how ubiquitous the, the Cajun accent is outside mm-hmm. of the United States. Yeah. Like how well known that is like, like we'll recognize uh, different kinds of British accents, but not maybe not know where they're from. Like a lot of Americans can't tell a Northern and Southern British accent uh, right. or something like that. And I wonder how, how the, uh, the Cajun accent specifically uh, comes out different to other listeners at like, than like the Southern accent or say the, uh, the Boston, New England accent or the uh, New York accent that are all different. Uh, different to us that we can tell a difference in generally, but uh, outside what's the difference in a Cajun accent and uh, just a general mm-hmm. Southern accent. Yeah, that, that's very true. So yeah, that would be uh, so neat. I, I so assume you guys there's tell some us, other, let us know. Yeah. I assume there's some other thing going on. Um, he, he's also, he's purple, you know, the raging contagion. Um, so maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's like a nice callback to like LSU and everything. Cause he's, they just went all out with like the uh, that never would have crossed my mind thanks for that so um so for me i think my favorite boss if i had to pick one uh, and there's a lot to choose from but one of the designs i like is uh, leviathan with two l's uh he's the he's the flying whale (laughs) yep uh he's black he's also got that kind of black and greenish color scheme um and and I you do, love flying do whales love and that's something that's one of those fantasy monsters I just hate them that I don't I don't know what it is but flying whales in pretty much any fantasy media is like yeah I see it's it's a play because whales are big and heavy I get it it flies and I just I don't know why those are just like give me a dragon instead that was one of my big things about Final Fantasy not Final Fantasy 11 but Dragon Quest 11 in that I wanted to fly on a friggin dragon and Dude, I, I love that whale in 11 <laughs> I know I know you do and I'm just like I'm glad that somebody yeah, does the, so there's the one in 11 there's the wind fish in Link's Awakening that looks pretty cool especially in, in mm-hmm. the remake have you seen the look the design for the wind fish in Link's Awakening I have not actually. I haven't gotten that far into it, it, uh, Link's Awakening. It looks really cool. There's some cool artwork. You have the Dreamers edition with the art book, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I you should flip through it. The, through the, it. the Windfish looks really cool. Um, you know, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles kind of has their own take on whales in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I love uh, you know flying whales. I like them. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I just I like that kind of thing in uh, RPGs. Uh, some other memorable bosses that I could think of. Uh, one of mine that came to mind was the the Grand Lizier. Yeah, that one. That one's one of my favorite puns because of the uh-huh. whole Grand Vizier thing and the Grand Lizier with him being a lizard. It's, yeah, uh, because she like she's like doting on this lizard and he like sort of falls in love with her, I guess. And he like eats one of the figs and uh-huh. turns into this giant fat yellow lizard. Yep. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then I know we talked about Jack of all trades in a previous episode, but his, his boss, the <laughs> boss fight, 
uh, when you ha- for, you first fight him, he's the master of none. He's been like consumed. Yep. Master he's of been none. consumed with like darkness. And I love it that uh, that one made me giggle. That that one, whenever I saw it, I was like, Master of Noon, because Noon, N-U-U-N, is a uh, a sports drink, is a running drink that's uh, like super high in electrolytes that um, that has uh, uh, like it's super salty and bitter and I don't actually like it, but it's a, a big name. And then I saw that. I was like, why are they talking about like an electrolyte drink? And then I realized it was Jack of all trades, Master of None. And I was like, oh, I see what you did there, Dragon yeah. Quest. then you have the dread master at swine dimples um he's the like ghost headmaster that's like stealing all the kids Mm -hmm. um you have the equinox did you ever encounter that one i don't i don't think so that Uh, it's it's pretty cool it's uh going with that black and green color scheme it's like a fire horse you know it's one of those kind of enemies okay and uh, the very first you get a treasure map uh, in the game, which I know we're going to be talking about treasure maps in next week's episode, so I don't want to get into it too much. But but basically, one of the treasure maps you can easily obtain through the main story by doing a side quest. Um, I don't know if it's randomly right. generated or not. I know some of the maps are. But uh, this was just the first one I got ever in the game. And I went there, and I was like, cool, I'm going to check out this treasure map. And I went to the grotto, didn't have any trouble yeah, with any of the random enemies. And then I get toward the end and Equinox is like the boss and he just like completely wiped out my party. And I mean, like, like a super boss wipeout, like immediate wipeout, or was it just a, uh, no, it was like a, I was probably level 20 when I did it. Like, I mean, I hadn't beaten the main story yet or anything. I literally tried it as soon as I got the treasure map. Um, and so it was like, I pro- I think I probably could have gone back and beaten him like at level 50. But when I, it was, it's, okay. it, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a super boss. It didn't seem like a super boss. Uh, it seemed just like, a, okay, I need to level up way more. Like I went into I went into a zone that I was oh, okay, underleveled yeah. for and this thing just killed all of my party members in like one or two hits. Oh, okay. Um, I got the, the other one that always makes me laugh, we were talking about Xerox uh, in a previous episode. Uh, there's Garth Goyle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you remember that one? It's a, it's a gargoyle. It's a, why is it's his name gargoyle, Garth, though? Yeah. Is that just, like, makes me think of Wayne's World, and I don't get why his name is Garth. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I just think about it being uh, being a pun on gargoyle. It's just like, hey, guys, I'm Garth. I, I'm Garth Goyle. I know. I, I think yeah. it's funny that they named him Garth, because I just, I hear, like, party on, Wayne, party on, Garth. Every time I, uh, every time I think of Garth Goyle, and I think it's really funny that they gave him the name Garth. Garth Goyle. Yeah, I know. Just and for some reason, mm-hmm. the name Garth is funny, and I, I don't know why. So if anybody out there is named Garth, I'm not making fun. It's just like your name is fun to say. Mm-hmm. Garth. So Kinto Nagbone. <laughs> good job. Good job. Uh, so. Uh, that about does it, I believe, uh, for today's episode. Uh, we're going to continue our deep dive into Dragon Quest Nine uh, next week. Uh, we're here at the end of the year, so we hope everybody has a happy new year. Uh, and, you know, maybe you're listening to this episode uh, right around then. Uh, remember, you can talk to us uh, on Twitter at Dragon Quest FM. 
you can also uh, talk to me directly on Twitter at underscore Austin underscore King. And you can read my weekly Dragon Quest blog. That is dragonquestaustin.com. And you can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beej. Uh, you can listen to me even more on the geek to geek podcast, which is at geek to geekcastcom And we're part of a media network, the geek to geek media network. And we have podcasts, blogs, video game reviews, a Slack and a discord. You can hang out with us on uh, video game live streams. Uh, you can check out all of that stuff uh, at geek to geek media. Thanks everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Gendonagbone. <laughs> Gendonagbone. That was a good callback. <laughs>